Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. Everyone, welcome back to another phenomenal episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz. And this is where you come and you are gritty. You give yourself the grace that you know you deserve and need, but you also celebrate the glitz, all of the good things that could and should be going on in your life every day. And that can be as simple as, hey, I emptied the dishwasher, or hey, maybe my book got published, and whatever it is in between. So today, I am so absolutely excited to introduce Marcy Siegel. She is one in a million guys who are in for a really good treat. And after going through her own transformation in 2013, she felt such a need to help other people with holistic health and life coach being on a mission just to help other moms find their power, their purpose, and their passion all while parenting. There's the quadruple P. And through all the, every, she knows every journey is really different when it comes to parenthood and motherhood and how to navigate through that. Um, and really believing that self, self-care isn't selfish. And it's really funny that you say this because I talked a lot about this this week, Marcy, but it's actually necessary. So in order to have a fulfilled life and connect with your core, your mind, your body, your soul, really building that community and connection and that no mom will ever feel alone. Um, dun, 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 dun. Where were you nine years ago, Marcy, <laughs> when I became a new mom? Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And you know what? I felt that way too. Like when I became a mom, it was so overwhelming and I didn't have anyone tell me like, it's okay to take time for yourself, right? Because you're just going through it. You're like trying to take care of the kid and mine were back to back. So I didn't even have time to breathe. And then you're just trying to do the whole parenting thing, surviving, getting through life that you forget, like, hold on, I need to slow down and pour into myself before I pour up into the rest of the world. Right. Like they always say the life mask on you first before you can serve everyone else. Right. And if your health isn't okay, how are you serving your career? How are you serving your kids? How are you, how are you functioning? Right. So all of those things, how much they intersect with each other and let's face it. Parenthood isn't easy. It's a tough a thankless job a lot of times, right? It can be one of the most rewarding. Yeah. However, it can be really, really challenging. So with that being said, what is something that maybe going through this journey or your own transformation, something that maybe people initially misunderstood about you or, you know, maybe yeah, no, I think how did that, you like, end up down this path? Yeah, and, I think for me, like a lot of people see me now. And when I tell them about my past, they don't believe it, right? Because they don't believe that I was this person that struggled with fibromyalgia and anxiety and was overweight and was unhealthy, because they're only seeing me at this part of my journey. And so I feel like it's so important to let people know inside of my past, because your past is really what leads you forward to your future. And you go through things so you could grow through things. And I think it's super important to always remember where I started, because number one, that makes me relatable. And number two, I can really connect with my clients with other moms, and I can really understand where they're at right now, because I was right there with them not too long ago. 
And you know what? It's so good that you're so relatable that way, because I feel like sometimes like you get these like coaches or whatever you hear, like you read this article and you're like, but she has it all together. Like, yeah. how does that actually work? Right. Like, and just being like, Hey, listen, what my past looks like really helps me help you where you've been, where you're going, maybe some tri- stri- uh, trials or tribulations that you could be going through. And the fact that you still face them day to day, you've probably just learned how to manage them better, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, for me, I am a single mom. I have two kids, nine and 10. We moved to Florida six years ago. I have no family here. So I'm really doing it on my own. And I like to share that with people that like, it is a journey every day. It's a struggle every day. You know, there's no school right now. How am I managing work and the kids? And I like to let you know, people know that like every day isn't going to be perfect. It's just when you conquer your mindset and you really focus on connecting to yourself first, it allows you to get through even those hard days. So what are some of those things that you do right now that maybe you can give some, maybe some, a trick or tip that like, and I feel like, I know she's telling me to do self-care, but I can't, Blankety, blank, 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 yeah. even a minute to go to the bathroom by myself. No, and I get that. And for me, I would like that too. When people would tell me, I would say like, oh, please, when, right? I'm taking, when am I doing this? I'm taking care of kids, but you have to find the time. And so what works for me, and I always tell people it's not a one size fits all. So you have to find something that works for you. But what works for me is getting up at 5 a.m. You know, my kids mm. get up between 6 and 6.15. So I have an hour to dedicate to myself. I wake up, I pray, I journal, I meditate, and then I work out. And I set my intention for the day and I pour into myself because I know that the days that I don't, my days are off. I'm not the best mom because I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. So for my mental health, for my kids' mental health, it's very important that I do this first. And so, you know, not everyone's a morning person. I get it. So maybe you do your routine at the end of the night. Maybe you do it in the drop-off line, like whatever that looks like for you, but you have to find the time, even if it's starting with one thing, putting your hands on your heart and taking deep breaths and saying you're safe, whatever that looks like for you, just taking the time to pour into yourself first is really going to set the tone for your day. Yeah. And it's so important. And like you said, it can be something really small, right? It could be like, Hey, I got up 10 minutes before the kids and I was able to journal. Right. And like, you, you have a whole, you've built a whole routine and I'm very much that way too. I truly believe that the things that I get done before 7am really build the foundation for my entire day. Right. And like when, when I'm off or I get up later, like the normal and you know, my normal, and again, it doesn't have to be your normal. And I get some people like, they're, they're normal or their quiet time, maybe 11 PM. Like when I'm right. like sound asleep and like, Thank you, couldn't, me you couldn't even ask me to like do two plus two, mm-hmm. but for me, it's getting up at three 45 in the morning. Right. And yeah. that's what works well for me by nine o'clock. I feel like someone, you know, has hit me with a brick wall, understandably so. Right. Yeah. Like, so you know, 10, 10 30, I'm like done, but finding that time, carving out that time, defending that time. And then really, really, really making happen. So as far as, you know, like, what you do in parenting tips and like, you know, is there anything like that you could share with us that of like why you pursued this career path? Yeah, absolutely. Like that. Yeah. So for me, you know, I started with my own personal journey. I had two kids. I wanted to be a positive role model. So I started on my health journey first because I was overweight. It does run in my family. So I said, you know, these two kids are going to be looking up to me. I have to take care of myself first. So I started with my own personal journey and I got really into health, fitness. And then I realized you don't know how good it feels to feel good until you feel good, right? Like you don't realize like, okay, this was it. 
And then I went on the mindset journey because I realized like nobody's unhealthy. No one's overweight by choice, right? There's something going on in the mind that is stopping us, whether it's our limiting beliefs, whatever that looks like. So I really started learning all about how the mind works, why people do what they do. And then in 2017, I went to a Tony Robbins event, Unleash the Power Within, which completely changed my life. That like opened everything. I left that event feeling so amazing. And I was like, I want to do this for other people, women, moms, you know, I want to do this for them. I want to teach them that you don't have to go through this journey alone. Your past doesn't define you, right? Like that's just part of your story. It's not your whole story. And that's really how my life coaching journey began. Like I felt this, I felt so good leaving that event that I was like, more people need to feel this good. More people need to know that they have everything in them to create the life that they want, to change their current circumstance, and to live a more filled and abundant life. And that's really where I fell in love with this passion of helping others. Oh, I love it. Drop the mic. I mean, it's so true. And Tony is an amazing example of that, right? Like, yeah. I've done um, Unleash Her Power from Within. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. And watch Tony. And I've never been to any of his live events, but I will tell oh, you. Oh, you have to go. Just the inspiration, the people in the room, the, you know, elevating yourself. And that's so important. And whether it's Tony that you're connected right. to something else, find that tribe. Find yes. that group of people. Because, you know, when you leave the Tony event, you still need to find that inner, a hundred percent, you know, go gusto every day. To yeah. Keep going. And Tony's not always going to be there. Right. Right. And so yeah, you have to find your tribe because when you're emerged in it, it's easy, right? You're around all the same like-minded people. So you feel on top of the world, but it's when you leave these, if you don't keep it going, if you don't find your tribe, it's easy to just feel alone, to go back to your old ways. So I think, like you said, finding your people, finding your tribe, staying connected is super important. So let's face it, we all go off kilter, right? We all get off yeah, kilter. Yeah, of course. We all, you know, have that extra, whatever it is, that extra vice, that extra coffee. Yeah. We skip a workout here. We do that. When you get off that, right? Because it's hard. Let's face yeah. it. Yeah. Once you're on it, I don't want to say it's easy to stay on it, but the, you know, the, the wheels, right. open, but you get off and try to get back on. I talked to a girl today and she's like, oh, after I got COVID and I never started yeah. back out again. And I just feel like crap. Like I went walking during between two meet corporate meetings today and I came back. She's like, I wish I had the goose yeah. that or whatever. I'm like, bring your sneakers in and yeah. get your calendar and defend that time. But yeah, it's easier said than done. What are some of your techniques for that person that just feels like they can't stay yeah. in that, that are in that motion? I think that it's, first of all, recognizing it's okay. Like every day doesn't have to be perfect. And if we fall off, it doesn't mean we fell off forever. So acknowledging where you are, where you are, and then remember like why you started, right? Whatever, whether that's being anchored to something, a photo, a feeling like, Get connected to how it felt when you were doing that, because once you get reconnected to that feeling, that will motivate you to get back into it, right? Because a lot of times when we fall off, it's life gets in the way, things with our kids or work or whatever that looks like. And then now you're just going through the motion. But if you can get yourself reconnected to that feeling of when you were doing it, that's a great way to get back on. Like get, close your eyes, have a mental picture of how you felt as that person, how you felt putting those sneakers on every day, how you felt, whatever your personal health journey was, whatever your self-care was, how did you feel when you were doing it? How were you showing up? And yeah. when you can, when you can get your mind back in that mind frame, I think it's, it helps you to get back on track because we all fall off vacations, family, all the things, but just 
that's why it's so important to focus on the mindset. Because once you can get your mind and your heart back connected to it, it will help you get back on the right path. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so true. And I just want to remind anyone that's listening, you know, you hear Marcy or myself be like, oh, just get back on the wagon, do this, have the mindset. Like this takes continuous work. Like, yeah. This is not one of those things like you master it like on Monday and by Friday, like no, it's, it's a, it has to be a habit. And they say like, you know, anything that you really start doing consistently for 30, 60, 90 days, yeah. you've got to build an inch that it almost then feels awkward when you don't. Yes, it, right? exactly. Like how, say, like, how many times when we were kids did our parents have to remind us to brush our teeth twice? Yeah. Day, right. And now, would you ever like no. leave the house without brushing never. your teeth? Never. Right? Yeah. Never. Or using a seatbelt. Right. Yeah. Or, like, 100%. Going to the gym or whatever that habit is. Right. Um, you know, a habit that I sometimes fall out of is like, I always tell myself, like, I'm going to read every day. I'm going to read 10 pages in a book. Yeah. And I save it till the end of the day. And inevitably, so I'm so tired and I don't do it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if I started, I blame myself solely, but if I started doing that, maybe in the middle of the day, right? right. Like I said, hey, listen, or I did that. And when I first woke up, like, would that be easy? Like you have to find yeah. something that works for you too. Yeah. And I think that in the beginning, yes, it does feel like, something you have to do, right? I have to work out. I have to eat healthy, whatever that looks like. But then it becomes part of your lifestyle and you get to do it. You get to work out. You get to take care of your body. So I think that once you start doing these things, whether it's 30, 60, 90 days, they just become part of your routine. And it's just part of, like you said, brushing your teeth, making your bed. It's just a thing you do to get your day started. So I would tell anyone like, start small, start with one thing, waking up five minutes early, like whatever that looks like, you don't have to do all the things like this morning routine took me years, right? It didn't, I didn't do all the things. And then, okay, this is it. I started slow with working out, then with praying, then with meditating, and then I put it all together. So I tell people like, find one thing that you can add to your daily routine. And then you just build on top of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, I know we want to um, keep this like so exciting and fun. And I really yeah. want to be able to reach back out to you. But in the meantime, was there any part of your life where you really did stumble and you really did fall, but yet you look back at that time and you had so much growth because of it? Oh, 100%. I think for me, the biggest thing was going through my divorce. You know, mm -hmm. I was 32 with two little kids. And obviously, that wasn't like what I planned for my life when I decided to have kids. And I really had to rebuild myself. And I didn't have any fr friends around that knew what I was going through. All my family was in different states. And that was probably like one of my lowest points was trying to figure out how am I going to grow myself and raise two children while going through this. So for me, that was definitely like a very hard time. I, I uh, struggled with fibromyalgia really bad during that season in my life. And, um, you know, what I told myself was, okay, like I sat my kids down and they're, they were little at the time. They were four and five. And I said, we're going to go through a growth season together, right? And they probably were like, what are you even talking about? But I just said, we're going to come through this as a family on the other end. And we all started therapy. We all started journaling. We all started going to church together, like all the things, because your kids are always watching you. And I wanted to show them, like, it's okay to fall and maybe lose yourself, right? But you can't stay there. So you yep. find the people to help you, you find the support system, you find the tools, and then you build yourself back up. So for me, I think it was a blessing because I was able to rebuild myself with my two little children watching. 
Wow. Wow. And if that's not a testament or something that they'll remember or a lesson that they'll learn, yeah. even if they didn't see all the messy, they still knew that your resilience and your strength were there. And that's really remarkable. Thank you. Thank so, you. Okay. With that being said, I now pretend I can put through the Zoom. I can hand you $25,000 and you're going to invest it in your business. Yeah. What would you do with it and why? Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that I really want to do is get a old like bus or a van and create something called the positivity bus where I go around to different like schools and nonprofits and aftercares and teach kids the importance of self-love and self-care and you know teaching them like affirmations I am statements because I what I've noticed especially with kids starting at the age like nine is that's what the world takes over and what they think about themselves doesn't matter anymore because all their opinions are come from other people. So if we could get those kids at that age, like between eight, you know, before they hit nine and teach them like other people's opinions of you have nothing to do with you. What you think about yourself matters. I feel like we would have so many kids just growing up to be these happy humans instead of adults working through their childhood trauma, right? Like if we could stop that as children and really teach them you're amazing, you're worthy because from what I've seen, there's not a lot getting poured into kids in that way. So right. I would love to do that. I would love to just travel and teach all these young boys and girls how amazing and special they are and give them tools to pour into themselves. Right. And we teach them that they have to be able to write like a five paragraph paper. And yeah. No uh, parallel lines, which was our lesson tonight before I came up here. And yeah, I'm, not that I'm saying that stuff's not important, but right. when, last time I always say like, there should be a couple of things like one teaching kindness, right. In public, yes. public or private education, yeah. two, teaching a real life skills class where they learn about things like what's an APR, what's a compound interest rate, what, yes. is, what is investment being at, at 18 versus 28 versus 38, right? Like, just real what's a, how do you get a mortgage right like yeah. what, is your, what is your credit why is your credit score so important things that just people like aren't learning aren't teaching but lastly and probably I should probably have said this one first is really that self-love and that that confidence to go out there because the world is an yucky place sometimes right yes, a lot and of there's time. a lot of naysayers and there's a lot of people that want to pull pull you down and punch you out and like you need you need that everything from within you yeah. to have that strength to to put 100% forward. So Yeah, I think so too because especially now and I'm sure you see this with your own kids like so many kids are taking their self-worth based on like what they see on Instagram or Facebook or what people are saying to them online or what people are wearing. And if we could just teach them like none of that matters. And when you're older, I promise you none of it will. And who liked you in fifth grade will not matter to you when you're 20 years old, but how you like you will always matter. Absolutely. So if we can teach that to them, I think it would really change the world. Yeah. Bam. yeah. I can see the bus now, like this bright, I don't even know what color it would be. Maybe this bright, like your shirt's like bright green right now. So maybe yeah. like this bright green bus would just like, I can just see it going down the streets with like horns and sparkles and being like, here comes positivity. And I'm going to sprinkle this confetti everywhere. Yeah. Marcy is in town. Marcy, that is I'm the plan. I'm so glad you joined us today. On yes, Christmas. thank you. I love bringing 
people like yourself onto here to show people, listen, there's heartache, there's pain, there's suffering, there's downs, there's ups, but all through it all, the way that you've given yourself the grace, the way that you've gone after it with such a gritty tenacity. And lastly, that you've celebrated, you've been like, look what I've accomplished, right? And there could always be more. We could always do better. We can always hike higher. And hopefully we're always moving for those goals, but also being able to celebrate where we're at right now and how far we came. So that's really what we're all here to do on Great Grace and Glitz is to listen to you know, stories to inspire, to be that those people to create that passion and purpose in others to say, hey, listen, I can go out and do this too. I want to connect with Marcy. All of her information will be in the show notes, guys. You need to reach out to this woman. She is one of those shooting stars that once you're connected with, she truly is that bus of positivity without the bus right now, but with $25,000, you just never know what may be coming down your street one day. So with that being said, I'm signing off here from Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Please send this to someone else, write a review, encourage someone to listen to this episode and go out there and be gritty. Give yourself your the grace you deserve and need and go celebrate all that glitz in your life. Thanks for being with us today, Marcy. Thank you. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all new episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz.